0: Cervical fascia, uh, fascia layers of the neck. So fascia is an internal connective tissue. forms bands or sheets that surround and support muscle, vessels and nerves in the body. In the neck, the layers of fascia not only act to support internal structures, but also help to compartmentalize the structures of the neck. So number one, the two, two, so there are two fascias in the neck. One is superficial cervical fascia. Number two is deep cervical fascia. Superficial cervical fascia, deep cervical fascia. Superficial cervical fascia lies between the dermis and the deep cervical fascia. The superficial cervical fascia lies between the dermis and the deep cervical fascia. It, it, it has neurovascular supply to the skin, superficial veins, superficial lymph nodes, fat and platysma. So 5 things in the superficial cervical fascia, neurovascular supply to the skin, superficial veins, superficial lymph nodes, fat and platysma. What is platysma? It's a paper thin muscle cervical fascia which blends with the superficial cervical fascia. So it's a paper thin muscle which blends with superficial cervical fascia. It's a broad superficial muscle which lies interiorly in the neck. Okay, so platysma blends with the superficial cervical fascia, blends. It's got two heads, origin from the fascia pectoralis major and deltoid. The fibers from the two heads cross the clavicle and meet in the midline, fusing with the muscles of the face. Superiorly, the platysma inserts into the inferior border of the mandible. In, innovation is by the cervical branch of the facial nerve. So that's superficial cervical fascia. Between the dermis and deep cervical fascia, five structures, then we're we'll going know a little bit about the platysma. Second is deep cervical fascia. Deep cervical fascia, as the name suggests, is deep to the superficial fascia and the platysma muscles. So it's behind the superficial fascia and the platysma muscle. It's organized into several layers. It's organized into several layers. So, what are the layers of deep cervical fascia? one is investing layer the investing layer is a superficial layer of the deep cervical fascia investing layer is the first of the superficial layer of deep cervical fascia and then you got the pretracheal layer and then you got the prevertebral layer and then you have the carotid sheath okay so first is the investing layer so it's the first layer of the deep cervical fascia um, so the investing layer surrounds all the structures in the neck surrounds all the structures in the neck where it meets the trapezius and the muscle, it splits into two completely surrounding them. Investing fascia can be thought to be as a tube with superior, and inferior, anterior, and posterior attachment. Superior attaches to the external occipital protuberance and nuchal line of the skull. Anteriorly attaches to the hyoid bone. Inferiorly attaches to the spine and acromion of the scapula, clavicle, and the sternum and posteriorly attaches along the nuchal ligament of the vertebral column. So what are the attachments of the investing layer? What are the attachments of the investing layer? Spherely the external occipital protuberance, anteriorly the higher bone. External occipital protuberance, anteriorly the hyoid bone. Inferiorly attaches to the spine and acromion of the scapula, clavicle and the sternum and posteriorly along the nuchal ligament of the vertebral column. Okay next is the pretracheal 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 fascia is situated in the anterior neck it spans between the hyoid bone and the thorax inferiorly so hyoid superiorly thorax inferiorly hyoid superiorly thorax inferiorly okay so the trachea esophagus thyroid gland and infrahyoid are enclosed with the pretracheal fascia so what are the organs or structures in the pretracheal fascia Trachea, because the a pretracheal fascia, hyoid, thyroid gland, infrahyde muscles. Okay, so it's divided into two parts the muscular part and the visceral part. The muscular part encloses the infrahyoid muscles, and the visceral part encloses the thyroid gland, trachea, and esophagus. Okay, now the posterior aspect of the visceral fascia is formed by contributions to the buccopharyngeal fascia. Okay, so that's a pretracheal layer. Anterior neck between the hyoid and thorax contains esophagus, thyroid, trachea, and infrahyoid muscles. Muscular part encloses infrahyoid muscles. Visceral part encloses the rest three: so thyroid, trachea, and esophagus. Okay, next the prevertebral layer. Prevertebral layer. So as the name suggests, it surrounds the vertebral column and associated muscles, it's attached to the base of the skull superiorly, anteriorly to the transverse process and vertebral bodies of the vertebral column posteriorly along the nuchal ligament of the vertebral column and inferiorly fuses the endothoracic fascia of the rib cage so prevertebral fascia surrounds the vertebral column and the muscles scalene prevertebral and deep muscles of the back okay so the anterolateral portion of the prevertebral fascia it forms the floor of the posterior triangle of the neck the anterior lateral portion of the prevertebral fascia forms the floor of the posterior triangle of the neck also surrounds the brachial plexus as it leaves the neck and the subclavian artery as it passes through the lower neck region and forms the axillary sheath. Next you have the carotid sheath. Carotid sheaths are paired structures on either side of the neck which enclose an important neurovascular bundle of the neck. The contents are common carotid artery, internal jugular vein, vagus nerve and coupling cervical lymph nodes. It's Common carotid artery, internal jugular vein, Vagus nerve and accompanying cervical lymph nodes. The fascia of the carotid sheath is formed by contributions to the pretracheal, perivertebral, and investing fascia layers. The carotid artery bifurcates within the sheath into external and internal carotid arteries. The carotid fascia is organized into a column which runs between the base of the skull to the thoracic mediastinum. This is of clinical importance as a pathway for spread of infections. Why are the clinical or these facial spaces important? So they they compartmentalize the structures within the neck. These layers of tough fascia, they can limit the spread of infection. For example, a superficial skin abscess may be prevented from spreading deeper into the neck when investing fascia. However, infections that reach the potential spaces within the neck fascia have a well-defined spread. Retropharyngeal space is located between the buccopharyngeal fascia and the prevertebral fascia. It extends from the basis called the posterior mediastinum. Visceral space is enclosed by the visceral pretracheal fascia and extends from the hired bone to the spiromediastinum.